Welcome to the Homeworkies Podcast. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I am here today to interview one of our Hallmark actors. And I was very impressed with our man Logan from Christmas Scavenger Hunt. So we're talking with actor John Welch today. And John, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Thank you. Yeah. So what we like to do with our guests is we like to give you a chance to introduce yourself and to tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Uh, well, um, as Rachel mentioned, my name is John Welch. I'm Canadian. I now live in Toronto. Uh, I'm originally from Ottawa, Ontario in Canada, which uh, FYI is the capital of Canada, not Toronto, for <laughs> anyone <laughs> south of the border who's not aware of that. Um, and yeah, no, I recently moved here a few years ago, trying to, uh, I guess, take my career to the next level. And um, yeah, I've been settled here for a few years and I really love it. Um, what inspired me to become an actor? I mean, first, I, probably my, my parents. Um, my dad's a stage actor or mm. pretty much retired now. He's 80 years old, but he, uh, yeah, he's been an actor his whole life. And uh, my mom used to be as well. They did, uh, they did theater and they met on stage doing a play in Ottawa. And uh, so it's, it's really always kind of been uh, in my blood, I guess, or, or around me. Um, and so they really inspired me to, to, to pursue that career. Um, my dad, I always say, was such a good stage actor. I, I kind of didn't want to do stage because I feel that his shoes were just always too too big to fill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of gravitated towards more of on-camera work as far as uh, film and TV and you know every other medium there is. So I, I still, to this day, do some corporate work. I'll do commercial work. I do um, you know voiceover, public service announcements. Uh, but I try to focus more on film and, and TV mm-hmm. at, at the moment if I can get it. So uh, as you know, it's a competitive environment, especially in Toronto here. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's great fun, and uh, I welcome the the opportunity and the challenge every day. Mm-hmm. Were they kind of nervous about you getting into the to the acting field, or because they had experienced it? Or well, my mom always says now she says uh, I I never would have dreamt of stopping you because I know you and how focused and and goal oriented you are when you have something in your in your mind you want to accomplish it. So even though she probably wanted to deter me from from pursuing it because she knows how how tough the world and competitive it really is uh she knew it would be like in vain to try that because <laughs> i'm kind of stubborn in that sense where if you know i have something said i want to i want to accomplish it and finish mm-hmm. it so um but yeah my dad i mean he's he's always been supportive and my mom really as well because i mean they'd be kind of hypocritical not to right i mean that's mm-hmm. that's what they used to do they they know the field and uh yeah no they've been they've been super supportive so i really appreciate all that because it's it's important to have a, a support system as an actor mm-hmm. so was there a strong like, theater scene in ottawa that your dad worked in you know what i mean sort of but it's it's kind of a niche market in the sense that it's really focused more so on corporate corporate stuff mm-hmm. because ottawa is the capital pretty much every worker there needs to be bilingual uh, if you're working for the government. So you need mm-hmm. to be able to speak French. And my mom is French Canadian. So I'm, I'm French Canadian. It's my mother tongue and I'm perfectly mm-hmm. bilingual. So what they often want to do uh, is hire cast one actor to speak both languages as opposed to have to cast, you know, one Francophone, one Anglophone actor. And they'll just say, no, no, let's just get one actor and do it, you know, twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah, for corporate videos, it's really it's really good. Um, for movies of the week uh, as well, so Hallmark or otherwise, there's a lot of MOWs being shot in and around Ottawa. So that's that's a pretty, uh, I guess, healthy genre for, for the market. Your dad was able to, there's enough of a scene there in Ottawa that he was able to work as a stage actor? Yeah, he was. I mean, he did a lot of, um, there's this really big venue in Ottawa called the NAC. Uh, it's short for National Arts Center, so they they showcase a lot of uh, Shakespeare and you know pretty much everything under the sun is is is, is shown there. Uh, so he was lucky enough and good enough, I guess, when he was younger to to be able to do a lot of theater from there. Uh, there's the Upper Canada Playhouse, um, you know. There's the Ottawa Little Theater. There's a there's a lot mm-hmm. of venues and and uh, there's once a year there's the French Festival as well. Um, 
which showcases a lot of uh, new talent and, and veteran talent as well. So there's there's quite a lot of uh, stage festivals in Ottawa, which which is good for for anyone who does theater for sure. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, he's also uh, or he used to be a farmer. Uh, he had an apple orchard, so he he ran that pretty much on his own. Forty acre apple orchard, pruning the trees, mowing the grass, you know, picking the apples, and and we had a little stand there by the road, and so. In the sense that he did theater full time, this is kind of a seasonal job that he had as well, which mm-hmm. occupies three months of the year. So I guess it kind of supplements uh, any any income if, if there are some dry periods or, or downtimes. So yeah, he yeah. did that um, cool. pretty much his whole life until he sold the orchard a few years ago. So now he's uh, comfortably retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. Did you... Uh, perform a lot as a as a child uh, or it was it um i mean yeah i was always kind of extroverted and out out there kind of like i like to say my first real acting acting experience was in sudbury ontario uh, which is home of the big nickel because it used to be a mining town Um, but my mom was there back in the late 80s to i guess she was teaching french um and she decided to put on a play uh, of the little red riding hood and I, of course, jumped on the chance to, to play a character. And uh, I, I decided for whatever reason to play the wolf hunter. And yeah, <laughs> it was really funny because I had this huge super sulfur gun and I just jumped on stage, jumped on the table on stage and just started like screaming. Like, <laughs> and I may have dropped an F-bomb or two. I don't remember. <laughs> but all I know is I had the entire audience in stitches laughing hysterically. And uh, I think, yeah, a dream was born on that day. <laughs> and uh, I may have had an epiphany. And it was like, wow, I can I can do this. Wow, this is fun. I can make people laugh. And this is great. So, yeah, yeah I think <laughs> that was my first <laughs> official acting experience. The, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, this inspired your early action role. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was, I was prepping for my action scenes. Exactly. Um, but I mean, even before then, like at Christmas time, I'd put on these like mock kind of dance choreographed sequences with my cousin for, I guess, God, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm telling you this right now, but the new kids, as you may or may not remember, were really popular in the eighties, right? Oh yes. And I was a kid. So, I mean, I was like, Oh, this is great. So, I put on this like this little show where like my cousin was playing the air air keyboard and <laughs> I was like I was dancing like the new kids with like the the ripped jeans and like boy on the t-shirt or boy <laughs> I might have written it wrong I probably wrote oi instead of boy it was my mom still has pictures to this day that she breaks out during Christmas. And I'm like, put those damn pictures away. <laughs> no I think you could have a that. viral hit on your hand there oh with that. God. I mean. Yeah. Thank God there was no internet back then. Oh, my God. Social media. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I just pray those pictures don't ever see the light of day. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you're holding out on us. Yeah, right? <laughs> It'll be a big That's- hit. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. <laughs> it's funny so yeah no I was always kind of like outgoing and, and uh, trying to put on a show for people so so do you yeah. remember when you got your first uh, on camera role like the very first time oh geez um, first on camera role let me go back I'd have to check my IMDB but I think <laughs> I think it was probably a short film that uh-huh. I'd gone to audition for and I completely blew it like I for whatever reason, it's just nothing came out right. It was forced. I, I couldn't memorize the lines right. I couldn't get them out right. And I'd forgotten my sunglasses. So on the drive back home, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to go back to get my sunglasses. But here's an opportunity. Why don't I just be straight with the director and tell her, listen, this is my first audition. Um, I forgot my glasses. But would, if, if you have the time, would you just let me you know, audition again? And she was very, very polite, very courteous, super nice. She's like, yeah, of course, for sure. You know, um, everyone screws up uh, for auditions. That's totally fine. So I did it again. I took my time. I felt I was more grounded. And yeah, luck has it that I I got cast in that role. Uh, And it was to play, I guess, 
oddly enough, because this was such a low budget, I had three roles to play in this film. So one of which was like this soccer player who just happened to kick the soccer ball through an open window of a gangster's house. And oh my gosh. Yeah, hilarity and craziness ensues. Um, <laughs> and so aside from that, I played a delivery guy who may or may not be delivering a bomb to this same gangster's house. And Did you have like different wigs on or were you just looking well, the same? Yeah, the, so, so for the soccer player, it was just a, like a two garabini. Uh, and for the delivery guy, it was shot from the back. So you couldn't see my face. Oh, okay. And so for my last character, I played the, uh, I guess, a henchman or AKA slash an assassin, maybe. Um, so I'm basically to confirm that this person has been dealt with. And it's like a quick scene. I'm like on my cell phone. Uh-huh. I'm like, the package, the package has been delivered, sir. Anything else? And it's like, I walk off screen and that's it. And so, yeah, that was my, my first on-screen experience. <laughs> I wish it was more glamorous and uh, <laughs> a heftier role, but yeah, no, that was, hey, that was it. That's pretty good. I mean, most people's first role is like person at the bar number five or whatever. And right. so to have three roles in your first, yeah. not too shabby. And you know what? I, I just said that and I realized, well, that's my first on-screen speaking role. And I think I may or may not have probably done some background work before that uh, but i figured this would be a better yeah <laughs> yeah no that's a really good one i yeah. <laughs> i just love that the whole i idea of like basically everybody having sort of their that thing you do moment you know where you're like ah, i can't believe i actually got cast like oh wow right? you know, yeah I'm freaking out. I, I know i was so happy when they called yeah. me i was like ecstatic and I was, <laughs> smile was just through the roof and my mom was super happy for me because i was probably living at her place at the time so <laughs> yeah no it was it was definitely a nice a nice moment and yeah. you know people who get cast like i mean you need to cherish those moments because yeah. you never know the next time you'll be cast. And for a lot of actors, they're far and in between. So, um, yeah, you need to cherish those highs and, and uh, yeah, just cherish the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true with anything in life. Absolutely. Those moments of victory, <laughs> of success. <laughs> I know, right? As little as they are, because there's so much, like, rejection and no's in this business that when you hear the yes, like, hey, yeah. milk it for all it's worth and enjoy your, your time and your moment, right? Well, and there's so much that's completely out of our control in whatever field you're in that yeah, you just have to right. be grateful that uh, that for you know for people that are willing to take a little bit of a chance. A Absolutely, chance yeah, you're right. I mean, in any in any you know field or, or work, I mean, you just mm-hmm. it's it's a nice model to have in life, just to be positive and just to appreciate yeah. things and just you know, because I try to keep an even keel about things, but like. Sometimes. It's good to have, it. it's have a little freak out moment every now and then. Like, wow. Yeah, it's good to have that little freak out for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, how did you end up getting involved with the Christmas scavenger hunt? So, that's an interesting story. I I don't believe, and I, I don't know if I should be saying this uh, recorded, but I don't recall having actually auditioned specifically for this Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Now I had auditioned, I had self-taped a few times for, for other, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, for other MOW or uh-huh. Hallmark Christmas yeah. films uh, where the character was, was very similar. It's that typical kind of, you know, wrong boyfriends, wrong guy from the yeah. city, or maybe not, maybe not from the city, but kind of the same. Yeah. The bad man of plot. business. We like to call him. What's that? The bad man of business. We the like bad that. man of business. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So I, I guess I'd maybe done something right in the eyes of uh, producers from that previous film. And so, uh-huh. yeah, I got the call for or email from my agent saying, hey, yeah, they want to cast you in this, this, uh, this, this wrong guy role for a Christmas movie. And I was like, wow, wow, that's so cool. And uh, yeah, I was pretty happy about it because I was never this... worked on a Hallmark film before. So yeah. this was a first for me. Was it filmed in Ontario, in, in Toronto area? Um, actually, it was filmed around Ottawa and in this small community oh. called Almont, Ontario. Oh. Yeah, yeah, which I believe may be the uh, home of basketball. <laughs> so, so James Naismith. Oh, really? Invented ba- <laughs> yeah, he's this Canadian and Canadians invented basketball, FYI. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he was, he was from Almont, Ontario. So it was, I think it was my first time 
staying there for any prolonged periods of times. Like oh. I'd driven through there a few times, but yeah. it's a nice, cute little quaint village or town. Another thing to have in Canada is another feather on their cap. <laughs> Credit <laughs> right? for everything. <laughs> I know, right? I know Canadians always like to drop like, hey, we invented this. Yeah, <laughs> we invented that. So it's like we're part of our role is to educate as well. As yeah. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Glamour Jewelry Box. And right now you can save $5 on your first month subscription. Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and use offer code Hallmarkies during checkout. And what Glamour Jewelry Box does is every month they will send you a bracelet, a necklace, and a pair of earrings. And they try to be on trend, but not like weird on trend. And so if you want to finish off that holiday ensemble, the holiday outfit with like the perfect accessories, this is such a fun way to have something that is unique, that's affordable, and that not everybody is going to have at, at your get-togethers and your parties, you know, things like that. Also makes a, a wonderful gift, because uh, who doesn't like getting something fun in the mail every month? So definitely check it out. Save five dollars on your first month subscription you go to glamourjewelrybox.com use offer code hallmarkies during checkout but no it was actually really really interesting because one of the shoots was in this really kind of turn of the century victorian style hotel uh-huh. and as soon as i walked in i got the heebie-jeebies like there was these really kind of um, the shining vibe from the oh. overlook hotel yeah I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, film. Yes. Long, yeah, ha- was, long hallways that are a little. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah. The decor <laughs> was just so like freaky. Anyway, I just got the, the I got the chills. And yeah. our first scene, we start shooting all the Christmas. It's the first scene you see me in the film. It's like within the first five minutes, uh-huh. the whole, this whole restaurant is like decked out with like wreaths and, you know, Christmas decorations, yeah. Christmas trees. As soon as we start shooting the scene, all the decorations start falling randomly. Oh Not all of a sudden at the same time, but like every few seconds or every few minutes, something else would fall. And I'm like looking around going, what the hell like, is going I- on? Like, <laughs> what like, is am I this? on the right channel here? What's I know, going on? Right? Is, this, is this like a ghost story? I'm like, what is yeah. going on? So, yeah. And I noticed that the, the break room um, was upstairs, but none of the crew were there and everyone was hanging out on the stairs. And I'm thinking, what? Why, why is no one in the green room or, or the break room upstairs? So no one's really saying anything. I guess they, they, they knew the history of the hotel. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go upstairs. So me and, the, uh, and, me and Kim, I guess the, the lead of the, yeah. of, of the movie, we go up there and no one's there. And I walk in the room. Oh, before I walk in the room, while I'm walking up the stairs, I'm getting these chills, random like cold spots. And as soon as I get to the second level, walking down the hall, I'm getting these random cold spots again. Walk into the break room, see this really old style mirror, kind of straight out of like Narnia and the wardrobe. I don't know if that movie uh-huh. says anything. But yeah. anyway, so there's this yeah. like weird figure at the top of the mirror. It's like this Victorian style mirror. And as soon as I walk in, I just feel this like rush of cold, like almost oh go through gosh. me. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, like what is this? Yeah. Portal 2D yeah. supernatural. Like, like I, I need know. my ecto blaster here. This yeah, is right? Exactly. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So anyway, um I, I finally I'm like, I gotta go, Kim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like I just leave the room. I'm like, I can't be here right now. Like this. What did she like, say? Was she freaking out too? No, she was like wondering, why is he leaving? We just started talking. <laughs> and so I go down and I talk to the crew and they're like, oh yeah, no, this that's haunted. We're not going. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? So anyway, I, I got home and I was like, this can't just be me. Obviously someone mentioned that. I Googled the hotel and yeah, lo and behold, it's it's got a history of, uh, of hauntings. These expert supernatural guys had gone there and run their tests and it turns out that hotel is was and may still be haunted so oh that was a kind of cool gosh. experience yep they so go to almont everyone <laughs> they need i mean it's obvious they need to film a christmas carol at this hotel <laughs> For sure. oh my god that'd be an amazing idea right that would be really good it yeah. could be like the most legit christmas carol ever <laughs> that would be such yeah. a dark twist on yes life. 
Christmas Day. Who needs special effects? No, no. We yeah. have, we've got Doritos <laughs> here. Yeah. You know, it would be. Marley's there. Yeah. You know, make it happen. Someone. Yeah. yeah. That's That'd be cool. A gold mine waiting right there. Yep, absolutely. I'd wow, now I respect Christmas scavenger hunt even more than I right? already did because you faced off with the supernatural and I had no and, idea. And it's, and it's funny because one of the producers was was shooting uh, from his own camera or, uh-huh. or it looked like he was shooting a documentary style behind the scenes type of uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. And this is right after, like, I'm getting the sense that we're not alone. Yeah. And I'm asking him, I'm like, are you, are you shooting, like, a behind-the-scenes to, to showcase the history of the hotel at all? He's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is just for the website. This has nothing to do with uh-huh. that. So I'm thinking, well, <clears throat> maybe you should have a closer look at that footage because <laughs> something else is happening right now. So. I, I'm going to be yeah. looking at that movie with a with a different eye now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. No. That's yeah. really you funny. You're not expecting. Yeah. So, so yeah. the movie it starts out with <laughs> Logan, and you always know it's a bad sign when they're having the <laughs> the having the dinner, and he's just staring at his phone the whole time. <laughs> And then he gives her <laughs> this, this locket, locket with a, and he doesn't change the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was that's... hilarious. I know. I was yeah. like, oh, am I actually going to have to do this? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> FYI, I would never do this to any, any girlfriend or yeah. fiance. I think I'd be, I'd be good enough to, to put in a, re- a real picture of us. Yeah. But, uh, like, yeah. You'd put in I a mean, real... it slipped his mind. I mean, yeah. it's, A it's... real picture or... <laughs> get a different locket like why right? would you do that <laughs> you, uh, i mean just get a regular necklace like uh when you don't need a picture that was so funny to me and you know it's always a you're like oh this guy's not going to be long for this, uh, for this world here it's not a good start and uh, i mean it's classic bad man of business but well, yeah. I mean, as far as the phone goes, just to, to, to defend Logan for, <laughs> for a little bit here, uh, I think we live in a day and age where people are on their phones way too often. Yeah, yeah. And But they're on their phones not for business. I mean, they're on their phones for recreational purposes. So they're just, you know, on social media, checking out pictures. At least Logan was, was working, right? right? So there was... That's true. There was a legitimate reason well, for him to be. But yeah, I time always, and place for everything. Yeah, so. I always feel bad for these bad men of business, though, because... They they started this relationship, understanding that the the female uh, is basically the same as them. So, and then all of a sudden they go down, they go back to their their hometown and realize that they've been become a bad lady of business. Right, <laughs> and they exactly. need to be reformed, and so they yep. so they're not being a terrible person; they're being exactly the person that was agreed upon when they started the relationship. So you can't feel that bad, right. that mad at them because this is it's what who they are. Yeah. It's who it's who they, they, are. Are. It's who they, they should be. It's yeah. their real, the real person is coming out. And but, who am I? Who's Logan to prevent yeah. her from, you know? And I agree with what you're saying. I lost my phone this last week and it was a nightmare. I, right? I, so I didn't have a phone for like four days and it oh was the uh, it was the worst because yeah. I have I'm, because this isn't my only podcast. I have another podcast plus a part time uh, other part time work. Freelancers, that's just what you do. You do a little you bit need of your everything phone for everything. And yeah, and I, mean, I have yeah, I have all the information on my computer, but right. it's so it's so much more of a struggle because I don't get the notifications on my laptop like I do on my phone. Uh, yeah. So I would like it. miss emails and be like, oh, uh, word, I would have gotten it right away on my phone. And I, you just like constantly have to check out like six different, because I got to check my calendar. I got to check my, uh, you know, my emails. I got to check my, checking all the these cal- different the sites. Calendar, the calendar to me is the biggest one. Oh. It's like, because everything is through my calendar and the places, the addresses, the times. Same. And without that, like, I don't have a calendar on my my laptop either it's like i don't know where I mean, when i can I'm look up google calendar who. on my laptop but right. it's just having all the notifications and having all of the stuff yeah. was it's, it's so it like when i didn't have my phone i was so unorganized and just so like it caused me like legit anxiety i know <laughs> I was like, ah! 
Yeah, no, you get stressed out. Like yeah. it literally, like it's it's unhealthy to just yeah. be stressed because of it. Yeah. I mean, but we're just so we're just so accustomed, and we're just so ingrained to be using it every single day, yeah. every single minute. I mean, it's well, I don't know about minute, but maybe almost. Yeah. I well, mean, it's. it's yeah it's really funny to me too because the 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 way you always have in hallmark movies and i love i kind of laugh at the tropes of hallmark movies but i love the tropes that's they're fun to me yeah Uh, but but you always have the the bad man of business and then the contrast to the bad man of business is the small town man with many jobs of course the jack of all trades yeah blue collar blue collar dude yeah, yeah. and then yeah. and, and okay. i mean that's totally what this kevin mcgarry character was <laughs> like he yeah like the first beginning of the movie he's like helping someone with their car and then like he's working at this mill and and the museum he's such and, a good samaritan and yeah, you can't help really but not is. love the guy it's like geez even i'm like crushing on him like man how do you, how do you do that like i don't i can't i can't do that yeah. <laughs> but he's a, he's a really nice guy though even off oh yeah off camera like on set he was just like nothing but yeah. polite and courteous and inviting me to lunch all the time so he was oh, he was yeah. really yeah he's a stand-up yeah. guy like for real like i'm like sure he character. is yeah. i have the most blue eyes i've ever seen of any human you know what? Yes, but I've been I've been I've been streaming um, Peaky Blinders recently, uh-huh. and I'm and Cillian Murphy's got like oh yeah that guy's got like some you know blue eyes. I can say penetrating hair. blue eyes. Can I say? Can I say that <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's got some striking. I guess striking. Yeah, striking blue eyes. eyes. But yeah, but that's a great show. Too. I don't know if you've seen yeah. it. No, I haven't. I've heard it. I've heard yeah. the good things. It's but, really good. Really but anyway yeah and so that's uh, that always makes me laugh with the man with many jobs like uh paul, yeah. Gr- paul green is the king of uh, his movies he almost always has like seven jobs <laughs> right i know but it's like you have to have that 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 character to uh yeah, yeah to contrast i guess the bad man of business as you say so it's yeah like, it's well, a nice duality going on there, yeah so it's, i mean it's cool. this scavenger hunt first of all it seems a little <laughs> sketchy to me that the Tom Arnold that his two daughters are two of the participants. That's a little because he. I think there's it. a conflict of interest <laughs> yeah, there a little bit. But, you know, thing. I guess there's there's some, uh, there's some yeah there's some yeah. rule bending I guess yeah. in small towns. There's maybe a lack of participants <laughs> to <laughs> also broaden the rules. Perhaps I don't you, know. You can't really you yeah. can't really fla- uh, fault him though because. They made fifty thousand dollars on this thing. <laughs> How did that pretty happen? Good. Yeah, that's pretty good for a mill town. Like, geez, yeah, investing in this like scavenger hunt—that's crazy. Also, but. we had to—we died laughing. Just the whole idea that like everybody is desperate to save the mill museum, like that, because they always have these save the save the store, save the farm, save the whatever. But yeah, the, the mill <laughs> the mill museum was. Was a new but one. it's 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 a uh, it's an iconic monument. Yeah, it is. People, love that people mill. flocked to the museum yeah. on a daily. <laughs> there I was mean, a whole additional wing. They said at one point. Forget the haunted. Forget the haunted hotel. It's yeah. People go to that mill. People Maybe. go to that museum. Maybe so. that's why it's so beloved. Is that it is all about how it's haunted. The haunted mill. I think that's. I think that would be the sequel to yeah. Christmas Scavenger Hunt. I think they're going to introduce we, the, the haunted element to the mill. Maybe we can and work then, that in to our story because totally where Logan won me over is I couldn't believe that he was left at the airport and completely forgotten. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like when is he arriving? Didn't, when is he yeah, he's like. He just was left. I guess he had to get an Uber or something like that, or Uber X. I don't know. And she's like, he says, "Uh, "Didn't you get my itinerary that I sent?" And she's like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't have my phone all day." Like, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I totally get that. That was so funny to me. I'm like, poor Logan is just stuck at the airport, completely forgotten by his girlfriend. The things we do for love. <laughs> yeah. I but, mean, yeah. <laughs> if that's not a a, a bad man of business reformed, I don't know what is getting left at the airport. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want, I, I didn't want to have him not have any redeeming yeah. qualities because, I mean, he was, I guess, he was written in a sense, obviously, to be the, the antagonist and to be, you know, for lack of a better word, the bad guy <laughs> or the bad, the, 
It's, yeah. a, bad, it's a bad role. Right. Um, so I wanted to make him not so cliche in a sense that it's yeah. like, oh, that's obviously, you know, the bad boyfriend who's not good to her. I still wanted to make him real and like, well, he yeah. could still be, you know, a good boyfriend to her, but they're just not meant to be together and they're yeah. not, you know, they're, they're not compatible anymore. So that's to me more realistic. And you yeah. see that all the time where just people sure. grow apart and, you know, they were fine to be, they were fine together at one point and, you know, they weren't necessarily bad. It's just that's that's what their job was, and people respected that and understood yeah. that and, and got that right. So, well, but think, I'm glad I, I'm glad you found some yeah. kind of uh, goodness to. No, I to did. Yeah. And I think being left at the airport was a humbling moment for him. For sure. I think yeah, it really was. <laughs> Around Christmas time, alone in like, ah. yeah, and this this small town that you've never been to in a random airport. I mean, that's yeah. gotta suck right that, be that can't huge. Be that would be the worst that would be pretty bad yeah so also do you think that logan has never made cookies in his life before <laughs> that was a funny scene <laughs> so probably because i don't believe i have um <laughs> so the, the part where i grabbed the uh the spatula to, to whisk away the, the batter was pretty funny yeah to say yeah. the least kim was in kim was laughing hysterically because it's written where he's he he's you know beating it beating it too fast and then you know spills some on his on his tie. Yeah. But I'm going at it like 100 miles an hour. It was like he had never seen butter before. Pardon me. It no. It was like he had never seen butter in his life. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he probably had someone else cook for him, or we'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super versed as a baker, so for the record. Oh yeah. anything i'm a pretty good i'm a pretty good cook though as Uh as far as baking goes though that's i don't i'm not really a baker i mean i'm sure that is apparent after watching that scene (laughs) it's pretty obvious but uh yeah i don't know hopefully it it worked out yeah yeah i mean because this whole scavenger hunt we're we're joking we're like these people should never be on the amazing race is the most leisurely (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Hunt. Like, I know. It's so chill. And it's like the text messages are always sent at the exact perfect time too, right? So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what's next? Here's the next clue. But it would kind of be fun to participate in a scavenger hunt like that. Well, don't you think? Wouldn't you want to do that? Yes. Oh, are you kidding me? Get to participate right? in a Christmas-themed scavenger hunt? But I could, have, I could have cleared this thing in like two hours. Easy. You think so? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess if what? you're from... Yeah, if you're from that town and you know kind of like where everything is and what the markings are. But are you good with riddles, though, I guess is the question. Yeah, I mean, that is true, the riddles. But no. but it's like they they have the um, the Christmas tree delivery to the nursing home. And then mm-hmm. there was uh, you had to make a gingerbread house and then you had to do an act of service. Uh, yeah, which, those are kind of vague kind yeah. of tasks, yeah. right? It's like, well, okay, I can yeah, bring this this log to my neighbor's fire, and that that counts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. two weeks their own, right? You can you, you can, can fudge it for sure. You are. Yeah, you could. And but you, but you need to take a documented picture proof of, of yes. the task that you did as well, though. So, so you can't really you can't cut too many corners in that sense. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I figure this Kevin McGarry character, he must have the White House on, like, on, on his line because he got that, that soldier. That what? That, that soldier returning oh. his act of oh, right. service. Yeah, how, that how was impressive. That? I'm thinking, <laughs> what the, like, what kind of, can I, who is your dad? Is he, like, yeah. head chief, like, I don't know. Like, I'm telling you, he's got like the Pentagon and stuff yeah. like on dial up. <laughs> I know. I was watching right. that going, wow, bravo. <laughs> I, I tip my hat to yeah. you, sir, because that is an impressive feat. But yeah, that was yeah. that was cute though. And the and the kid is super happy that his mom's back and it's like, oh Yeah. So that was, it was that so was cute. Little, that was yeah. a cute thing. Yeah. Well, it was also a very uh interesting because usually in these movies everything has to be kind of super crisp obviously super christmasy but like even the food and so the fact that she was eating chili and a strawberry milkshake we were kind of like what 
That's not, you're not allowed to eat that. <laughs> you can't eat that. That's not vegan. That's like a summer food. It's like, yeah, you know. That's true though, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be eating too many too many ice cream cones when you're. Well, like it needed to be. Yeah, can, it needed yeah. to be a peppermint or pumpkin. Oh, that Milk sounds shake. delicious. That's that holiday. Good. That would have been more apropos. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, no, definitely but, more appropriate. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Pumpkin, but, pumpkin spice. Hmm. I haven't had any food today. I'm getting. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get hungry. hungry. You're getting me hungry right now. Yeah. Sounds really but, delicious. But any but, any cold kind of shake. I mean, you want you want something warm though, right? Yeah, Drink that's true. Bodies. Yeah. Like maybe like um I don't know like some kind of. Uh, cider maybe like heated yeah. some heated cider with some cinnamon sticks hot cocoa maybe some win. eggnog maybe a bit of yeah, vodka. i don't know something to keep you warm yeah but, yeah eggnog hot cocoa yes uh, are definitely the the drinks of choice for the, the go-to <laughs> christmas our, beverages yeah, it's, it's i like right. that Uh, but but anyway we we really enjoyed it we had a ton of fun talking about the the movie and and i i really did like the breakup i thought it was very sweet and you know when she's like go and and spend uh time with your sister or whatever and i i liked it i thought it was it was very well done it was what all breakups should be yeah (laughs) if only if only all breakups were that sweet and that smooth and you yeah. know but uh yeah no it was it was a nice way to to do it because i mean i think i'll tell you the one thing the way it was written originally was a mutual breakup and we're both me and Kim are looking at each other like that's not how breakups usually end up like there's always one breaker upper and one breaker up e, right so we kind of tweaked it in the sense where it's like more her breaking up with me which makes more sense because you know she's falling mm-hmm. back in love with her high school sweetheart and you know um i'm okay with it because i want to get back to the city which is where i'm used to being and i don't want to stand in her way so it was it was a really lovely kind of mm-hmm. yeah it was a sweet it was a sweet breakup yeah it was it was okay. really good thank you We'd like to take a second to thank our second sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are at Skylight Frame. And right now you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. And you go to skylightframe.com. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E. And you enter code Hallmark, not Hallmarkies, just Hallmark. And you can get $10 off. And what this is really neat about is that such an easy way to to display photos in a new format because we've had digital frames for a long time but this is a completely digital experience you don't have to have your frame connected to the computer at all people can email photos right directly to your frame so what could be so fun about this is you could be looking at your frame and surprise photo from a member of your family could just pop up and i think that's such a delightful idea you think of all the pictures that we take on instagram and uh, on our phones and if you could just one click send that directly to the frame of a member of your family that would just be such a novel fun concept i think they are very attractive it's a black frame with a white mat and it looks just like any other picture frame so it doesn't look like a digital frame that we've seen before it has 100 satisfaction guarantee you'll really enjoy it and i think it would just make such a nice gift especially if you think of somebody like a grandma or somebody that's really important to the whole family and that everybody could be sending photos to the frame uh, it has a touch screen it's just easy to use and you can save ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame you go to skylightframe.com enter code hallmark that's skylight frame s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e dot com code hallmark so we're gonna do something a little bit different that i don't typically do on the podcast but i think it would be fun to let's talk about let's propose let's pitch what we think would be the ideal if we're gonna have a christmas scavenger hunt to uh colon logan's redemption logan oh, logan's right? return okay. logan's yeah redemption. logan's return um so 
okay, what would be the perfect, what's the next phase where Logan be falls in love and becomes uh, Mr. Christmas, just a lovely Christmas. So in the, in the well, movie. I'm glad you asked. So, um, <laughs> no, I've actually not thought of this and I yes. have no clue, but how about this? So let me propose, let me pitch yeah. something here. Um, so Logan's back in the city. Uh-huh. He's, he's all alone. It's Christmas Eve. And he decides to go out for some, we'll say, some eggnog perhaps yeah. at the local coffee shop. Good. And he bumps into his high school flame from his high school, who's also brilliant. There. Right? And uh, yeah. I guess sparks fly and the rest is history. So well, very that's a good start. That's a good start. But okay. let's say that the high school girlfriend is there organizing a parade. Christmas Whoa. parade. Like and that. so that this they this because I've long said, and people probably tired of me saying this, but in Hallmark movies. You only are a good person in the city if if you are running a parade or you are a window designer. <laughs> Those are the two allowed careers. So, but in order to in order to put on the parade and for it to be successful, they have to there's a like city version of the scavenger hunt. Mm. And they, or yeah. they won't get the funding for the parade. Right. And in order to get the funding for the parade, they have to. Santa won't show up unless they have it's to. Yes, they have yeah. to get the first place in the scavenger hunt, and mm. she's desperate because she's lost her teammate, who is going to be her, her maybe like maybe her companion for the scavenger hunt was going right. to be maybe her friend who ended up going into labor, having a baby. So she, oh. yes. So she needs, she's desperate. She needs a companion for the scavenger hunt. She runs into your character at the eggnog, getting the eggnog. And you're like, well, Hey, I, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> I'm free as it yeah, just so happens. And yeah. I'm fantastic at scavenger hunts because I've witnessed one before. So let's yes. do it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That, work. that would be. Do you are you a writer? Rachel? I don't know. I have, I have dreams and aspirations of writing, but I have yet to actually like successfully write something. But I but love I coming up with pitches. Yeah. I love it. So yeah, that's a so, good idea. I like that a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. So they would have different clues all over the city to uh, to like they could have one of the clues be at like a uh, a homeless shelter where they have to help. Uh, give out like toys for tots kind of a thing yeah have another clue be it of course at the like the department store maybe they have to be a bell ringer you know Santa, uh, yeah bell ringer um that could be that one of the really clues is. yeah i like that and you know what my dad can play the santa claus because uh oh my God. he used he used to drive the tractor for for the uh christmas parades in ottawa for like every year he'd do that so i'm thinking you know here's a role that my dad could play i like that <laughs> It that. would be the best. And then it could it's all culminate in the Christmas parade and where you announce that you're in love and you're going down the parade. <laughs> you're going down the parade <laughs> and you kiss and, and everything's great. And Logan oh is redeemed. It would be amazing. That sounds perfect. Let's write it. Let's get okay. it done. <laughs> we'll do Let's it. get it out there. I'm, I'm totally down. I'm totally okay. down. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah. that's probably my one of my better ideas so <laughs> that's a pretty good one yeah that would be well really get it done before fun. someone else you know i know your idea because people are gonna listen to this podcast and then <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like oh rachel's got a really good one there like right <laughs> so yeah i like it because you could also have like go up to the top of a building it would be fun because it would be like we don't have that many city stories because usually no, that's like a bad small towns, right? Mm -hmm. It's usually the small town kind of Christmas story. So mm -hmm. this is the big city version. I like it. It's it, you know you know what's what what movie kind of reminds me a bit of this is uh, not that there's any correlation to it. So uh -huh. Adventures in babysitting where they're like yes, 
that's so climbing true. these like huge buildings in downtown New York. And it's mm-hmm. like still kind of got that Christmas Christmassy vibe to it. So yeah. Well, yeah. it also kind of reminds me of something like it could be if it was a little bit funny. Um, it could be something kind of a, a feel of like Big Fat Liar. You know, I don't uh, think you've ever seen that one where that there's all these. Get- trying to remember that one i love it i i think it's so funny who's in that and what's that one about it's got paul giamatti as this evil man of business (laughs) this this horrible producer marty wolf and they uh and then it's got um amanda Bynes and um uh, frankie Muntz, munez Munez, Munez. yeah side note uh paul giamatti's mother is from montreal did you know that no, I didn't know that. Ah, he's half Canadian. But it, it's really, it's it's a very ridiculous movie, but it's really funny. And it's got Lee Majors as this like bitter stuntman and, and oh, Donald Faison as this limo driver. Didn't Frankie Muniz, what, what Muniz. happened to that guy? Is he, didn't he like become a race car driver or something? Well, honestly, I think, I could be wrong about this, but I I'm, I think that he like got married and, and just kind of, because he had, he'd worked as a kid and stuff and so he just i don't think he does a whole lot of projects anymore but no i think he retired of, from acting. yeah he basically retired and yeah which isn't surprising yeah. for many child actors because they've, mm-hmm. they've a lot of them gone through the ringer and have, have done yeah. so much that they're like you know what i've done enough acting for my lifetime yeah. i think i can retire at the age of 25 so yeah i mean good. i would just live on residuals and like do whatever you want and that would be sounds good Sounds yeah. good to me. I can write my uh, Malcolm like, in the Middle. God, yeah, that was a that was a big show back in the day. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Mr. Breaking Bad himself. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's true. You forget that he's uh, the Brian Cranston's comedic actor originally. Right. You know what I love is watching like a big Hollywood actor and just seeing a rerun of one of the older yeah. you know, TV shows or movies that they've done and you're watching going, Oh my God, that's, that's that guy. But when you're watching yeah. it back then, you don't, you don't know at all who this person is. Yeah. And so when I was watching the, uh, the rerun of Seinfeld where he's playing the doctor, the dentist, <laughs> or he's playing the dentist, but he's not a doctor. He didn't go to med school. But, uh, <laughs> and I was like, wow, this guy really is funny. Like yeah. that's, that's pretty damn good. So, yeah, you're good you, Anti-dentite. <laughs> Anti-dentite. That's it. Yeah. You know? really good well uh well we like to end our our interviews with some silly questions so this is the okay. holiday version so, all right okay PG. what is <laughs> what is your favorite <laughs> holiday drink favorite holiday drink oh mm, i'd have to say so yeah i mentioned it earlier it's uh well with some cocoa cinnamon and just hot cider yeah mm-hmm. yeah sounds good cider yeah Okay. Uh, what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh, that's my mom's home baked star cookies. Oh. Yeah, wow. she makes these with just some nutmeg, and she just like she has uh, these like molds out of the shapes of stars, and she makes them every season, and they're to die for. They're just they're really really good. Great. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. What's your mm. favorite Christmas song or carol? Uh favorite Christmas song. <laughs> I've been singing this recently and I don't know why. Probably because of uh one of the raptors name is Hollis Jefferson and I'm like, it's Christmas time in Hollis Queens. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that song from Run DMC from <laughs> like the late eighties. Yeah. Right. Die Hard. Love that song. Yeah. Can't get, can't get tired of that one. Well maybe um, But I like the classics too. Like yeah. uh, I like a lot of French songs too. And I've been teaching I have a four year old, so I'm trying to teach him to, you know, sing some French songs. So there's uh, Petit Papa Noel, and there's, um, which is kind of like Little Drummer Boy, but it's uh-huh. in French, so it's different lyrics. And uh, Vive le Vin, which is Jingle Bells, so it's like, you know, you're celebrating the wind instead of the bells. So that's, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't sing it. Don't worry, I won't, I won't put you through the actual song. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but you can YouTube it, Vive le Vin, and you, you can <laughs> okay. sing along to it because it's the jingle from Jingle Bells. So, oh, that yeah. sounds cute. Nice maybe song. we can involve your speaking French in your Pardon me? Maybe we can involve your speaking French in our in our fake movie that we just invented. That That'd Logan cool. speaks French and somehow that could be involved in the scavenger hunt of some way. Logan. Yeah. Yes. Logan. 
Because that's such an attractive quality. I mean, French is the language of love. I mean, it is. I know it's it's perfect for for a Christmas movie. So yeah, yeah. it would be very good. Totally do that. I'd like to do. I like to work in French as much as I can. Yeah. And here in Toronto, you're kind of limited to the uh, to the work because it's mostly out of Ottawa and Montreal. So. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on board. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite holiday tradition, like decorating the tree or anything that you always do every year? Mm, yeah, I mean, we do we do the decorating of the tree every year, and I guess the star on top is always like is always me who does it, and I've always done it since mm-hmm. I was a kid. So that that to me is kind of a sounds so cheesy and corny, but it's a special moment, and it's yeah. a it's a heartfelt, heartwarming moment to. Uh, put the uh because it's the final step of of the decorations it's it's the star so yeah that's probably my favorite favorite moment very good okay Uh, that and watch that and watching uh the grinch who stole christmas (laughs) (laughs) nice uh well yeah i actually skipped over so is that would you say that's your favorite christmas movie uh no or is die hard well, Die Hard's it's up there. It's in it's yeah. in the top three, maybe. But my favorite Christmas movie's got to be. Uh, I want to make sure I get the title right, but it's with I think it's called Once Upon a Christmas. Uh huh. I don't know if you that rings any bells. I think it sounds familiar. But it has a lot of um, Christmas scavenger hunt vibes in the sense that it's like a small town, and. It's basically the story of this little girl who's basic, whose mom has, has uh, given up and she's given up on Christmas because, you know, they're just in, in, in dire straits and they're, they're poor. So she's, she's basically tasked and she's made it up. Yes. She's decided to go to the North Pole and find Santa Claus to get her mom to believe in Christmas again. So mm-hmm. I know it sounds kind of a little hokey and cheesy, yeah. but... It's really, really heartfelt. That's a Hallmark and, uh, movie. Early before it, yeah. there was even Hallmark Channel. This was. This is even pre, yeah, pre Hallmark. I mean, this was like in the mid '80s, I believe, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Maybe Hallmark made films back then. I don't know. I should probably mm-hmm. know this, but uh, it was shot in and around Ontario, so it had this real like Canadiana vibe to it. You know, the snow and there's hockey and yes. and uh, yeah, it was That's a really awesome. good one. Good choice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so do you have a memorable Christmas gift? Like, do you have your uh, Red Rider BB gun kind of moment when you're a kid? The, the gift that you wanted? Mm. Oh, boy. Favorite gift. I remember getting a snowboard one year, and I was really elated. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah. I just started snowboarding, and I'd had to rent my boards every time I'd go out there. So I was pretty pretty happy for that one, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, which do you pick, Scrooge or the Grinch? Oh, as far as <laughs> just, your just the favorite character. Uh, which one? Do you favorite like? character. Okay. Um, probably the Grinch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Good. I'm kind of a kid at heart, and it's it's it's. I was grown, you know, raised in the Grinch. Yeah. Even though, obviously, Scrooge is is fun too. Um, but if you're comparing to Scrooge from Mickey's Christmas Carol. Maybe I'd have to lean towards that Scrooge, that Ebenezer. Uh, yeah, that's you a good know. one. one of yeah. my favorites. What about you? Um, you like I would definitely say Scrooge, although I do love the Grinch as well. Humbug. Uh, but Humbug. I definitely I love the story of Christmas Carol. I'm kind of obsessed with it. So, uh, I'm, especially I'm super stoked for the new one coming out. Yeah, the sure. one on FX that they're doing. The is it FX? I, yeah. I think it's going to air on FX here, uh, or I think the BBC made it though, but. That, right. that one um with Andy circus in it yes yep yeah it looks yeah like the really trailer good. looks fantastic for that one so yeah Looking so forward to seeing that one for me sure too. me too mm. uh so clear lights are colored oh colored good okay. but it depends ah uh, see i'm so torn so i'm a scorpio so i'm i'm uh, kind yeah. of always uh i'm always kind of on on the fence with, with a lot of things so if it's outside lights i'd go with uh white but if okay. it's indoor i'll go with the color on the tree cool good yeah okay. or I just you know mix it up both can i say both <laughs> sure is that, is that sure, you can say both. okay uh well. okay uh the would you rather do a snowball fight or build a snowman oh snowball fight for sure okay good that's like um, labor that's labor intensive would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not 
No. <laughs> I always I always defer the wrapping to my mom. So not always, but okay, you, you can tell which gifts are wrapped by me from like the <laughs> excess scotch tape that's used. Yeah, same. So, with me. Yeah, I'm not the best wrapper, uh, unfortunately. All right, last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? Oh jeez. Not really, no. I mean, I have a lot of like comfy winter sweaters but no like no i should get one though i'd like to get one you know with like a snowman or a christmas tree on it some knitted hand knitted i guess is a prerequisite right i don't think it's gonna be hand knitted but it needs to be like a legit ugly christmas sweater as opposed to these ones that are manufactured to be right sweaters like those aren't as good as the the you can't true. you can't have bought it at H and M and yes to be an ugly Christmas that's right. sweater. That's right. It used to be from like Value Village, Salvage <laughs> Army, something something yeah. retro, right? Something with a bedazzler being involved. Oh yes, yeah. definitely. It's good to have a bedazzler. Bedazzler <laughs> home, is a must. Yeah, the home bedazzler is is probably you don't need to have the hand knit, but no. the but the you bedazzling just, by hand is probably preferred. You can even retrofit any of your old sweaters yeah. and turn it into an ugly Christmas sweater with a bedazzler. It's true. I can't remember what movie. I've already seen like 30 Christmas movies this year. It's it's crazy. Oh my God. But one of the ones that I saw, they had like a whole ugly Christmas sweater uh, station where people could like put horrible bows. And Are you it, serious? Yeah, that was pretty what? fun. I want to do that. I want to get one of those. That could be a stage in a sca- in the scavenger hunt. That should be. Yeah. That's a good idea. So <laughs> it's in the city. Idea. So there's yeah. a station for Christmas sweaters with a bedazzler. Yeah. I like it. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> I'm taking notes, Rich. I'm taking notes. Yes. As long so as you give me give me credit. <laughs> then go for right sure. away. You'll get, you'll get your writing credit. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. So exciting. Um, yep. so. Like it. Well, very good. You passed the test. We want uh, nice. <laughs> to keep Thank making you. movies. So, well, this was really fun. I really enjoyed uh, talking with you and doing our little uh, brainstorming session. It was a lot of fun. Oh, and, thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I can't, that, that favorite Christmas movie, I'm still searching it, but once I find it, I will email it to you. Okay. So I know you've seen a lot of Christmas movies this year, but if you add one more to the list, it's, it's this one from, I think, 1985. So I will email you directly the, uh, the title so you can Because there's it. a Once Upon a Christmas that was an early, early Hallmark movie uh, that has Kathy Ireland in it. But that might be a remake or something like that of the one. Because that's, that's from like 2000. So I wonder if oh, it's a right. remake of the one that you're talking about. But yeah, there's a lot of Once Upon a Christmas movies, eh? Yeah. Not, I might be, I'm probably getting the title wrong, but no, it's not that one. Yeah. Um, it's with Mary Sturgeon. Am I pronouncing that right? Oh, Sturgeon. yeah. Well, yeah, let us know because that sounds yeah. really good. <laughs> I will definitely let you know. Okay, cool. Well, do you have social media or anything like that you want to share? Uh, yeah, so anyone can find me if they if they choose on Facebook, and I'm I'm on I'm on Instagram as well. I'm on the gram. Okay, um, I do technically have Twitter, although I very seldomly log onto it because I figure two social media accounts is more than enough. So yeah, but uh, yeah, cool. So anyone can find me there. All right, well we will put all that information in the description section, and cool. uh, I hope you have a very merry Christmas. Right, <laughs> Don't get so left much. at the airport. Right, exactly. I'll make it <laughs> and I'll visit my sister too. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, Rachel. Well, nice bye. With you. Take care. Bye. bye. We'd like to thank John for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed just trying to do something I think a little bit different in this interview uh, with our little brainstorming session. And so let us know what you think of our idea of what we came up with for Christmas Scavenger Hunt 2 and maybe what you would add to it or, or, or change around. and. And uh, have you ever been left at the airport? (laughs) Let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to talk about it. And make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmark Keys Pod and Hallmark Keys Podcast, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. We so appreciate any ratings and reviews we get from iTunes. And if you're listening on YouTube, if you give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that as well. And please follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. I would love to have your support in that. 
please consider becoming a patron of the podcast. We so appreciate. We try to give exclusives and other giveaways and benefits to becoming a patron. All the information is in the description below. And we also have our holiday merch on our merch store that you definitely want to check out uh, with designs by artist Jessica Miller. And they are so, so cute. So check it out. And thanks so much to John. And thanks so much, you guys. And we'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas.